In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, the associates paid a visit to the Polar Point Casino to do a little pre-heist scouting. While there, Saul immediately hit it off with debtor and notorious kimono wearer Oslo Erdal. Sui Fangji took it upon herself to investigate the roulette tables and worked off some of her debt to Sahara with some good old gambling. As always, Abel managed to stay focused on the mission and figured out the casino's security systems. With a new ally joining the fold, we'll see just what the gang decides to do. It will take some tough stuff to crack this nut. Returning to Kissy Kate, the associates help Oslo settle his debt. Oh, that's just wonderful, honey. Oh, I knew I, I, knew I had hired somebody capable when I saw you. Of course. Thanks, Grammy. Like... You're the coolest. Grammy? Yeah, you remind me of my Grammy, so, like, I feel like, would you prefer Grammy Kate or, like, Grammy Kissy? I am nobody's grandma, honey. I am still out there. I still got it. If I wanted to, I could get it. Kissy Kate, I think you're you're mishearing me. You remind me of my grandmother, but by no means does that mean you can't get it, you know? Because my Grammy, she's, you know, she's got it going on. His grandma was a slut. Stop it. She was not a slut. She just had a lot of friends. She had a lot of male suitors, okay? It's a different thing. Did she make you sleep in a closet? I mean, only once. When they were around, did she make you do that? Did you cook? she cook you an extra special breakfast the morning after because she was already making one for her one of her suitors? I mean, 
Yeah, but that just, just means she really likes to cook for people, you know? Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, uh, so what, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, so how are we gonna settle this, the, 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 the debts, Mrs. Kate? Well, what do you mean? Well, like, uh, do you want it all now, or, like, how do you want to do, how, how do you want to go about it? Well, I prefer all of them now, if that's possible, but, you know, I can give you a few days of grace period in between if you... If you're not collecting them right away. Oh, yeah, I, I would not. I would not mind that at all. Um, just because, you know, it was it wasn't necessarily rough getting it from him, but we got to figure out how we're going to go about it with like the other other guys, you know. But also, by the way, so he may be coming around here because we told him that we told him to come meet us here to settle more debts or if he's looking for work or something. So he may be swinging around here later tonight, okay? I just want to give you a heads up because he said that you guys didn't really uh, have the best of terms when when he... Uh... Uh... He could use the back way in. I just don't want to see that grease ball's face. That's fine. I'll make sure he knows, okay? Yeah, you better tell him that Kate does not want to see him around. Okay. Okay, I will, Miss Kate. He can go on and on for just hours, scaring away all my good customers. Oh, don't worry. We'll, that's that's why we're going to keep him away from your customers, you know? Keep a muzzle on him is what you should do. All right, Kissy Kate. I will I will keep that in mind. Thank you. We'll we'll catch up with you a little, uh, you know, soon, okay? With uh, some more debts. All right, and just remember, it doesn't have to be money. If, you know, you find an item or whatever that you, that they, they're willing to part with or that you're willing to help them part with, then that's fine by me. I can pawn it off. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we didn't really think about, but, like, I'll keep that in mind. Have a good night, sweetheart. And she blows you a kiss as you walk away. Saul is getting too much attention. I don't like this. I promise, guys, I won't I won't blow people up this time. He's got a boyfriend. He's got a grandma. I can't even get a girlfriend. Like, this is bullshit. That, <laughs> it was a reflex last time. I promise I will not blow anybody up this time. <sighs> all right. Well, uh, all right. So are we playing uh, Five Card Draw? Are we playing Texas Hold'em? Are we playing Tiddlywinks? Like, what are we doing? I thought we were playing the, the Ark one, the Great Ark. Yeah. Ah, shit. Okay. Give me a second. I gotta figure out how to deal that out. Oslo is just, like, picking up the cards, and he says, Yes, I mean, you know, that's pretty much all you gotta know. It's pretty, pretty cut and dry. You know, double fakes on blind, sixes are always hot, and you don't get your hands cut off. How many hands have you seen lost in this whole uh, high-stakes arena? Well, you know, just usually when um, when the Rippers come out to play, they generally play for body parts, but yeah, everyone else is pretty cool. Sensei, have they, like, have they ever, like... Did they take any of your body parts, man? Nah, man. I'm too I'm too good for that. Also, 
I don't sit down at a table with Karja Kane, just as a general rule. You guys know Karja, right? Or of him? Uh, first I've ever heard of him, man. I'm not too familiar. I think that Abel probably has heard of Karja Kane. He is the leader of the Rippers. He's kind of their big cheese. And uh, he has a reputation for being rather violent and dangerous and untrustworthy and um you know all of the good all of the good qualities of a sociopath so oh shit would i have had this guy at like thanksgiving dinner no no he's not he's not the kind of person you take home to thanksgiving dinner okay good so more of a because what would what would be his his sort of relationship to me person that you've seen on the news for numerous killings constantly and you probably heard his name mentioned on the street a bunch too he wouldn't be known to my family like my my birth family i don't know possibly he the the rippers are in the uh, organ trade among other things so it's entirely likely so what is he he uh, at this polar place all the time like what the fuck uh the casino i mean you know like he he comes in from time to time. I can give you a list of the high rolls if you want. Just kind of like off the cup. Yeah, uh, just off your cuff. That would be great. <laughs> I think it's off the cup. I, I've i heard that a lot. That saying like quite a few times. And uh, I'm pretty sure you... The only thing that's off the cup is my foot off your cup. So anyway, like, of course there's Evelyn. She plays a lot of the games. She's a, you know, a thrill seeker and all that. Uh, so I mentioned Karja Kane. Then Videl comes in from time to time. That's one of uh, Evelyn's like head lieutenants. Kind of a short guy. Ape all on, his ba- on the back of his neck. You'll get to know him. And then uh, Matthias Calhoun. You know, you guys know like the CEO of Militech. Yeah, he'll, he'll come in from time to time. Uh, just if he's, you know, looking for some some fun. Um, Philo Drayson, he's a bio, one of them Biotechnica guys, one of them executives. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll play the games. And I've even seen a Jackie or two. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, nope, nope. Not doing it again. I refuse. I'm not. What? What's you got a beef with, like, uh, the Kennedys or something? Yeah. Uh, no. Drayson, totally uh, Philo Doe. Well, problem here. I mean, I think what Abel's trying to say is that, like, I kind of have more of a beef with Biotechnica and she wouldn't want to get in the way. But at the same time, like, we also did kill a lot of Kennedys pretty recently. Um, so, oh, yeah, there is that. Yeah. Um, but do you think if I were to beat this uh, Philo Drayson guy, like, would he owe me something? I mean, it depends on how much you take him for at the table. If he if if you can beat, you know, like the money he brought with him, then he'll owe you some favors. But otherwise, it's quite likely that, you know, he'll just pay off and leave. Them them executives, they don't like to owe nobody nothing. But like, what if what if I could get him to pay us in the truth, man? Again, I I don't think that the CEO types are gonna are gonna go talking about 
you know, this and that to some some mook who beat them in a card game. But you're welcome to try. I mean, but listen, though, if you guys have like a problem being a face, I could cut. I got that covered. Like, I already know how to play the game. And these people have seen me before. So if you need a guy on the inside room, I can do that for a price. Hmm. Group huddle. Group huddle. Am I in the am I in the group huddle? I mean you're like just right out go. you're right outside of it, but like Yeah, just the plant. Go go stand by that plant. I'm gonna check out this fish statue. This thing's really interesting. Yeah, that's good. There you go. I need another beer. Is that is that like something harder? Is that the is that the group consensus? Is that like we need more drinks? Because like I can run out to the Maybe. bodega. Do I mean, I have something laying around. Yeah, I got my six pack right here, so I'm just gonna. Oh, okay. I because I I only yeah. I only got chocolate milk last time when I went out for shopping. Yeah, no, that was more of just a general statement to the ether of the universe that I need another beer, and less a uh, uh, I need you to do something for me. So I'll, oh, I need another beer. Oh, I got you. I got you. But there's like yeah, chocolate milk in the fridge if you want any chocolate milk. Yeah, no, no. If the, the general ether of the universe is going to continue to try to fuck me, I need another beer and not chocolate milk. But it it's so soothing, though. Okay, I think I think we're getting off track, even for, uh, even for me. Back to the topic at hand. Um, mm-hmm. um, so pros and cons. Like, pros? Like, since they can go do this all for us. Cons, we got to spend money. Pro, um, we don't get our hands chopped off. Con, I I don't... None of us are pros. Oh, I guess, I guess that is a pro that we're not pros. Um, no, that's a con. Oh, that's a con? Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm getting confused here. But, uh... I'm a little bit torn, because, like... I kind of want to meet this Evelyn lady um but also if uh if Philo Drayson's gonna be there like if I could kind of bend him over the barrel you know I could really get some truth out of him you know so are you wanting to bend Evelyn over the barrel or you want to bend Philo because right now it sounds like you're wanting to get both okay well Evelyn over the barrel in a fun way like Philo Drayson over the barrel in like a hey man hey buddy we gotta talk cause you got this truth that you've been hiding from the, the civilians of the world and you gotta come clean man do you often give your buddies your barrel I mean I'm gonna need another beer uh, <laughs> I'm sorry we, all, we only got chocolate milks here man I told you I didn't do a lot of the grocery shop man I didn't know what you guys wanted nope. three up three down pass them around I'll take a beer if you guys are getting beers. No. I don't know. Sorry. I got chocolate <sighs> in the fr- I got chocolate milk in the fridge, Sensei. I just can't go downstairs and get something from Kissy, so you know. I'm kind of a I'm kind of at a disadvantage here. Okay, you know what? You're helping us out. Kind of. You like that fish? Saul likes that fish. Here's my other three beers. I'm gonna finish this one. And then have a talk with Kissy, I guess, because if she's got more beers or hooch, we'll do that. Uh, Saul. Yeah? Sufanji. We also are playing with a short deck at the moment. We could uh, take a look at what Stanley Finnett and Shabinsky's got to offer 
before we make this grand plan of ours. Yeah, yeah. have a point. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Plus, I mean, our goal is to get in Evelyn's office, right? So that's good that the uh, Basil is at the table. Maybe he can figure out some sort of distraction or some sort of some sort of way to keep people focused on the uh, cards they're being dealt. And uh, while they're being dealt cards, we stack the deck in our favor. I'm getting really good at these shit. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I think. Do you say Oslo? You guys need me? No. Not not yet, Sensei. We were just like we were thinking about like getting a team of super friends together. You know. You got any like movie memorabilia I can take a look at? I'm kind of getting bored with this fish. Um, hey, Oslo. Yeah. Uh, you know a Stanley Finnett or Shabinsky? Shabinsky? Like, do you have a first name for him? Ah, shit. You're gonna have to make me think here. Uh, Shabinsky. Shabinsky. Shabang. Shabang. Wasn't that a song? Like, I feel like that's an old Shabinsky song. Carl. Carl's his name. He, he, He fucks around with Ina Rogers. Oh, Ina. Yeah, no, you're thinking of Colm. Common misconception. Yeah, no, I know Ina. Yeah, what well, well, what's she like? Uh, well, in in layman's terms, she's she's a shopaholic. I mean, I like if I had if I had the regular winnings, I'd be barking up her tree too. Rar, but uh, yeah, no, her her boyfriend's got her locked down tight, and he he keeps the money flowing. Gets her all sorts of fancy jewelry and and clothing and stuff. But, uh, yeah, she sort of thinks that, like, you know, the world is her pocketbook and she can take what she wants. So what, is uh, her Bo Shabinsky a winner or something? I mean, as far as, uh, as far as inputs go, he's, he's a top dog. All right, and Stanley Finnett, you ever hear of him? Uh, doesn't ring a bell, No. I, I tend to I tend to pay attention to uh, ladies, dames, if you will. Guy, you know, you mentioned a guy's name to me, and I'm like, why do I have any interest in him? Does he have a kimono collection? Nah. Does he make good sushi? Nah. I don't know him. Sorry. That's fair. Yes, we know you are uh, compensating well. You're doing good. Thanks. Thanks, Oslo. Yeah, Sufanji, uh, uh, it's all like, if we've got somebody a lead so far Shabinsky could be a good bankroll for us or hell he could also be another good distraction we could piss off Shabinsky we could say that Oslo is trying to fuck around with his girl Shabinsky comes in tries to shoot up the whole casino was I was I supposed to not be listening to this part no like you're fine there's this is spitball and totally totally hypothetical situation anyway in this right, hypothetical cool, cool. situation Oslo's being shot at and we're going up to do the job that we are hired to do. Should they kind of make the job harder, though? The casino's, like, on full alert and shut down, and we can't really... Oh, yeah. ...if we cause a scene. Yeah. The hot one's got a point. There's lots of security. I think, I think like, how is this Colm guy so rich? What if, like, he's really good at getting money somehow? Like, what if we recruit him? Or, like, could he put in a good word for us with Evelyn because he's like a nomad, right? 
Well, if you're looking for good words, I'm not exactly sure who he reports to. I just know that, like, he has a reputation for making bodies disappear. So, you know, maybe that's why they pay him so well. Mm. Oh, cool, a magician. That's exactly what our act is missing. Oh, man, like... What Sounds if, useful to me. What if, what if he's a magician who can do stuff with cards? Oh, man, he could have a cool, like, like poker-related name, like Ante or, like, Pot or, like, I don't know. What's another word for, like, betting? Oh, I say we go find Stanley and Shabinsky and see what we can get them to do for us. Um, and also hit up Amir. What's Amir got to do with anything super G? I'm just saying that beginning to know him very well. Um, he knows a lot of people, and maybe he knows them very well. Well, so uh-huh. if he has some connections in the casino game, we might be able to pull something out of him, you know? That's that's a you job, Sweifungi. Like I think, oh. I think both Abel and I can agree, and like we don't agree often, but I think I think we can agree that this is a you thing. I'll talk to him, especially if there's going to be a ripper at the table potentially. Head ripper. Yeah, uh, yeah, he rips heads off. Uh, not since like August, but. Do you know anything about Amir Oslo? Have you heard of him? Has he been around the casino at all? Uh, name doesn't ring a bell. He's not a he's not my kimono guy and he's not my sushi guy, so is he is he a hot girl? He's a, a very hot guy with mechanical arms. Okay, well that's why I don't know him. So are you just like blind to anything with testicles? Like how does this work? Well I'm not a gay I'm not gay, so I'm not I'm not looking at guy I'm not looking at guys all the time. How do you know though? Like like if a non binary female-bodied person came up to you and presented masculine like how would you how would you react do you would you see them do they exist well i'm 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 not gay i'm I'm not gay so like when when i see something i'm attracted to it has to be a woman right is this like you've never had potatoes before, so you don't know that you like potatoes? Or have you like secretly tasted potatoes and you're just astonished about how much you like potatoes because everybody's always told you you're supposed to be allergic? I gamble and I like I like Japanese culture. I don't know what you want from me. Okay, that's that it's okay. It's okay, Oslo. It's fine. I want you to learn actual Japanese, Oslo. Thank you. Uh, excuse me, I am a ninth level black belt. I think I know some Japanese. Fuck. Okay, you, we've we've got a lot to unpack with this one, Sufungi. We gotta take it one step at a time. Hey, boy, I think you fucking broke him, man. Like we need him to play poker. It's good to know what makes people tick. You're not wrong at all. I still think you like broke him though. That was impressive. Thanks. I think uh, beer number three is usually my button pusher. Uh, beer number four is probably going to be my off button. So are we going to go talk to uh, one of these other assholes or do I need to start the shutdown process? I think we can talk to him, but like in the morning, because like it is like 1 a.m. and we should probably get some sleep. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say anything, but my mom gave me a call like 10 minutes ago asking where I was. She gets worried when I don't come home on time, so... 
Yeah, I gotta go. Llama girl? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Sensei, Are you attracted to your mother? Sensei, we understand. Just, Abel is very drunk. We understand your commitment to your family, Sensei. It is very honorable, and it is a, a worthy virtue to instill upon your young grasshopper right here. So go, be with your mother, and we will think <laughs> of you. <laughs> Thank you, my student. And he bows to you. Saul, <laughs> Saul bows back. All right, and then Oslo leaves. And Saul looks to everybody else and is like, Fuck you guys, you guys are good at like breaking down people and shit. Jeez. Yeah, just not good at the whole building back up part of it. That's uh, how you get them. That's how we get them under our control. Okay. Oh, really? I just, I just like playing. Uh, I don't know. I probably should not enjoy fucking with people like that as much as I do. But the guy needs a longer kimono. He makes me want a short circuit. So, over. I just feel good about messing with him. I mean, I get it, guys. I'm not trying to tell you not to, but, like, I think, you know, I was thinking after all, like, the kind of shit that went down with the candies, I think, like, maybe we just just be chill with this one and, like, use all of the opportunities that we got, you know? And, and yeah. You're saying you don't want to bring a backpack full of explosives up an elevator? Is that, what you're, is that what you're saying? I mean, honestly, because I'm paranoid by nature, I might just do that for my own safety. It's like a safety blanket for me. But, like, I probably won't do that this time. Okay. All right. So is everyone turning in for the night? I'm going to go get another drink from Kissy Kate. Uh, Abel leaves the room. And um, I guess you guys are going to turn in then. So I was going to go to the fridge and crack open. A fresh can of Yeah Wow, the uh, the chocolate milk substitute of the future, and he downs it all in one go, and then he staggers to the bathroom and starts to brush his teeth. All right, well, I think you probably you guys probably go to sleep, and you didn't catch Abel return to the room, but she's probably you know in the area anyway. She can take care of herself. You arrange, like, you send him a, a message saying, Hey, I'm Stryker. I've got, you know, some information for you. I'd like to meet up. And he takes only, like, an hour or so to respond to that and sends you an address. This time, it's not a cafe like it was the last time. This time it is, like, a little hole-in-the-wall Chinese place. And when you when you get there... You are the only customers. There's like the clerk at the register, um, just kind of like sweeping up mm-hmm. behind behind her till, and there's there's not an, another living soul. And you see Stryker sitting down, like with a bowl of noodles. Okay, is this a place that we've ever met before, or do I can I do like a per, not a perception check, but can I do like a streetwise check? Sure. 18. So this is this isn't a place that you've been to before. 
you don't know that Stryker has ever asked you to meet him here, but you do know the area uh, pretty well. Right now you are in uh, the financial district, kind of like the border between the financial district and, and Bone Row. And this is one of those neighborhoods that's become like heavily gentrified, but this little hole in the wall place has kind of is like on the last, like it's on its way out of, of being bought out and, and it's having a hard time kind of competing with everyone else because this is like a traditional restaurant and the owner doesn't speak any English and the clerks barely speak any English. So it's just, it's hard for them to communicate with people that aren't, or that aren't native speakers of their language. Uh, so they have a few loyal customers in the neighborhood, but nobody, nobody that doesn't speak like Mandarin is going to walk in here and, and order something other than the fact that Stryker seems to be sitting here with a, with a bowl of noodles. So either he, either he knows languages you don't, uh, or he's got some sort of arrangement made with them. Okay. Um, I'm going to go up and, uh, pull up a chair and sit down and, um, just lean back for a second and just nod at Stryker. Hey, uh, can I can I get you anything? These these soba noodles are pretty good. I mean, actually, I was going to offer if you wanted anything else. I wasn't sure how hungry you were. Nah, nah, I'm just eating between shifts. So, um, well, yeah. clinic shift, and then I'm going to going to a show later this evening. So, figured I'd just carbo load while I can. Does he seem relaxed or uh, nervous for any reason? He. He's always Striker's always a little bit relaxed. Like he he just has that sort of calm demeanor. Um that's just like everything's cool, everything's chill. But I mean, he looks like you would expect from somebody who's burning the candle at both ends. Hey, do they have like a a kind of coffee or a Thai tea or anything like that here? Uh well, you could probably get something um you could probably get some sort of jasmine tea or something. Yeah, I'll get, uh... Yeah, can you order for me? I, I'm not sure if I can communicate well. Yeah, and he, he he calls her over and says a few things in Mandarin. And she, she nods and, and bows and uh, retreats to the kitchen to make your tea. You know, I don't think I've ever noticed that you spoke Mandarin. Striker? Yeah, yeah. I picked up a little bit of it. The nightlife scene's uh, a great way to learn learn languages. Yeah, maybe if I uh, actually went out and hung out with people, <laughs> I could learn something. Uh, not doing a whole lot of that lately. Yeah, I got a buddy, uh, Kun Lao, who, who taught me most of what I know, so. Huh. You know, maybe I should ask Su Fanji if she knows any different languages. I only know a little bit of German, so be good to broaden my horizons. Um, there's answers. There's answers to all sorts of questions if you just know how to talk to the right people. Well, you and I both know I'm working on that, so <laughs> we'll um, we'll get better as we go, right? Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, what what you got for me? Oh, all right. Straight to business. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to lean forward and just kind of lean onto my elbows on the table and say sort of in my hands a little bit, just like I'm, I'm kind of holding my face or I want it to look like I'm sort of just leaning in uh, for a friendly conversation. And I'll just say, like, I, I got some info on the haze. You got something new for me this time? Yeah, we uh, did a job earlier. This, well, gosh, was it this week? I don't even, I don't even know what day it is. Um, but I might have a good level of intelligence on what they're fucking putting in that stuff. Well, let me see it. Um, and then I'll slide over the the info forum. I'm assuming it's on some sort of info chip or something. Yeah, it's like a little data chip, and and he inserts it into his agent and looks at it. And you didn't. I don't know if you got a good look at this thing before, because um, it was sort of in Sufang Ji's possession for the most part. In addition to sort of having a list of ingredients, it also has like the chemical breakdowns for these these items um, that are on this list. And when when Stryker looks at it, his his face lights up a little bit. Yeah. So. Wow. This is this is comprehensive. Yeah, I mean, I had uh, a contact with my current employer that he didn't even have access to this information. So hopefully this helps you guys come up with something because we don't need people going haywire on the streets. Yeah, I'm I'm especially interested by this thing, uh, Centripo. This looks like the compound that we, we haven't been able to identify uh, when we've taken samples of haze in the past. Does it look... Um, do you know anything about it? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. Do I know anything about Centripo? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I... Uh, that's that's DM Gavin, or referee Gavin <laughs> saying probably I'm not. I'm going to be straight up with you, man. I have no clue. I just know that... Uh, I mean, Sahara doesn't know that it's in there. I'm not sure if anybody knows besides fucking Kennedy's. Hold Hold on. Now this, okay, I'm start starting to get like a fuzzy recollection of something. I think I remember this chemical compound. I didn't know its name at the time, but we had, God, it was like eight months back, something like that. Uh, we had like this unusual string of cases come into our clinic uh, just like a bunch of people who were experiencing strange symptoms. And, um, you know, we, we couldn't really treat it very well at the time. Uh, but that sort of looks like it might be the same thing. So what you're telling me, they had Centripo figured out before Hayes hit the market? That's what it seems like. Now, like these people were get we had like memory loss, an alteration. There was like cell degradation that caused like hair loss and skin loss, and they noticed like old wounds that they had were opening up, uh, and there was also like some paranoia that was experienced as well. And this wasn't like a symptom of the drug. This was a symptom of coming off of it. So it's like a chemical cancer that you're released that that hits you once you 
try to come clean like yeah quick cold turkey or um the other weird thing was that all of these people um I never figured out what their connection was, but they were all told to visit the Kettleman Trauma Hospital uh, before they came to us. But for whatever reason, um, our clinic was just more convenient for them location-wise or, or pricing-wise. So they came to us instead. Wait, Kettleman Trauma Hospital, like where Zemlin was just at? Yeah. Yeah, the one in, in uh, the South Wharf. So what, they just refused to treat him or... or... No, they, they didn't go. They didn't go to that hospital. They were told to, and they just decided that, you know, our clinic was closer or, or you know, they had already dealt with us in the past and, and came to us instead. So who told them? Like their dealer or? I, I don't know. Um, I could get you a list of the patients and you could, you could find that out for yourself if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to question them because... Why would they? There's plenty of places you could go for. I don't, I don't even know. Like, why would they be specifically told to go to Kettleman? And how many people did go to Kettleman? I, I don't even. I don't know that either. The. I gotta say, Abel, though, the, the creepiest part about this whole thing this drug, Centripo, this is far too complicated for the Kennedys to develop on their own. Like I know what the, I know their work. I've seen their drugs in the past. This is like professional stuff. But yeah, I mean the Kennedys are usually quick and dirty, and they like flashy shit, but they don't really try to like. I don't know. What what does it see? Ah, that's this is just disgusting. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, so the Kennedys are now in possession of a drug that they're dealing, that if somebody tries to come off of it, it specifically degradates their cells to the point of their skin falling off, and if they stay on it, they lose their fucking minds. Is that is that clear of what's going on here, or am I just... I mean, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if that's what the, the purpose of the drug is to do. Um, it's, it's probably got some other purpose that we just haven't figured out yet, and when they combine it with the other things that they use to make haze, it makes this hallucinogenic. That's like highly addictive and causes you to lose control of your nerves. So where do you get the name Centripo from? That's what's listed on, on this, on this list of ingredients. It's the only thing on here that we, that I didn't know about already. Shit. Okay. <sighs> Like, we knew it had psilocybin in it. We knew it had, like, all these, this laundry list of sort of, like, store-bought chemicals. This thing is, is off our radar, and it, I didn't know it existed until five minutes ago when you handed me this recipe. What, do you think you got the people that, that, can, that can break into this and kind of figure out what to do about it? If we if we have the yeah if we have this chemical makeup, we can probably we can probably org synthesize some sort of antidote at least something to reverse some of the effects of haze. But um, on on that note, um, do you know that it's haze is still being distributed on the streets? 
Yeah, I figured. We took out a Jackie, or we tried to take out a Jackie, but it didn't go so well, so I figured they were still active. If you wanted to do something about that at any point in time, I I personally don't want you to get involved with the Kennedys again, and I would understand if you didn't want to either, but um, I know a, girl, a gal who um, you need to talk to if that's what you want to do. Well, we got to get this information out because, I don't know, I have no idea if the Kennedys know that this is what they're doing or if somebody bootlegged them the drug and they're just, they're just pilfering it off for profit. Yeah. But, well, where did you get the recipe from? Uh, we got it from a direct Kennedy source. What? Like, where though? Uh, and so I'll give him details about the location of the job that we did, but that's it. And he, he, he thinks for a moment and he's just like, you're, you're, so you're talking about that old research facility, um, up in, up in the upper west side, right? Yeah. So Sahara wanted us to bust in there. And shit. Shit. Sahara sent us in there so that we could get a different bit of information back. But, and you know who's to say that this shit wasn't already sitting there waiting for somebody to discover it and make profit? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you said that the Kennedys synthesized this, this drug on their own, I would laugh at you. But if you said that Sahara did it, that I might believe. I don't know what they're. I don't know if that is true. Like I have no information about that. But if it was true, then we might have some sort of cover up going on. So shit. They probably don't want shit. Uh, I'm gonna message. Uh, just give me a second. I'm gonna message Sufungi just under the table. And just be like, we need to chat, coffee date, question mark. And then just look back up at Stryker and say, You know I didn't trust these fuckers to start with. And I really don't trust them now. And that was before you just, we've had this conversation. So, Stryker, I'm in way over over my head. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not advocating for you to get even deeper in this shit because trust me um b would kill me if uh she found out i was telling you to you know jump into the lion's den or whatever but like you're in it now yeah and might as well you might as well use that that to, to learn something right you trying to talk me out of it or into it man i'm not saying you should uh-huh. sure 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 and i'm just gonna like I'm just going to laugh a little bit and sit back and cross my arms and look at him and say, yeah, we, we both know that when it comes to shoveling shit, you and I both dig a little deeper than most. Yeah. And um, you guys see the uh, the clerk come back out with your jasmine tea and set it in front of you and, and bow and walk away. And I mean, thank you. Thank, thanks. Uh, and take a sip of my tea. That's good. It's, it's good tea. Dope. Love good tea. 
totally would have ordered something more here, but I just don't have an appetite. I feel bad. Should have gotten something more than just tea. Uh, did you already pay for your noodles? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we have a arrangement. Oh, do you now? Yeah, I, I get um, I get the the owner's son uh, concert tickets. Oh, is he cute? I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You got anybody? Yeah, I never met him. You got anybody cute going on lately? Abel, I do not have time for relationships. You and me both, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so next steps. Next steps. What are we doing? We got to we got to get pe- We got to let people know about the shit. That's next step. And then you said you know a girl? Yeah. Um, it's a fixer. Her name's Maid Marion. Or, well, that's her handle. I don't know her real name. But um, she said she's been hired by somebody through the back channels to um, to take Hayes off the streets. So she knows more than I do. And if you wanted to make that like your mission... Then she's the girl, gal you got to talk to. What else you know about her? There's that it. I mean, I know I trust her. Well, if you tr- she sent she sent some good people our way um, to deal with some like uh, security problems at the clinic that we've had in the past, and she always sends like reasonable dudes who, you know, keep the keep the the corporates off of us and also keep us from getting robbed by drug addicts and stuff well fine if you endorse your striker you got nothing nothing to argue about so do you want i also you know you don't have time to look for somebody but uh she's fairly cute uh abel's just kind of kind of look down at her tea and Look up, try to almost look up through her eyebrows for a second, and then take a look back at Stryker. I mean, she's not B, but... Yeah, well, nobody's B. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, B is obviously wrapped around somebody's fingers, so... You know, if she's smart, if she can figure this shit out and kind of put us on a good route, I don't give a shit if she's cute or the ugliest motherfucker in the city. Uh, you can give her my information. Okay. I'll let her know. But, uh, Stryker, you guys are being safe, right? You know, like, you're working with the right people and you're keeping your nose clean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the clinic changes locations every three days. And we don't leave anything behind. Good. Good. Yes. You know, it's one thing to fuck up your own life, and it's another thing to turn around and see your friends fuck up theirs, so I'd really like to keep you keep keep doing your thing and, you know, not get roped into something you can't handle. Well, it's a rough life that I chose for myself, but, you know, somebody's got to do it. I don't know, dude. Does the mic choose you, or do you choose the mic? Well, I was talking about the other thing, but yeah, that too. (laughs) Uh, cool, cool. 
Hey everyone, Gavin here to talk to you about how you can support our show. Download numbers are still steadily increasing, but we can still use some help from our listeners. If you like our show and want us to do even better, consider sharing us with your friends, family, and coworkers. Listen to every new episode? Consider taking just a few moments and leaving a review on iTunes. Having reviews really helps us by making our show more visible to other potential listeners. If you have a little bit of extra money to share and like bonus content, maybe become a patron of Roll Warriors at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. If you pledge just $5 a month, you will get access to exclusive bonus episodes tailor-made with our patrons in mind. We recently released our first bonus episode and sent links out to our patrons. Overall, we've had only positive feedback on it, and we sure had a blast putting it together. I'd like to take a moment and thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors to get updates about the show and tweet at us using the Roll Warriors hashtag. Lastly, be sure to check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com for links to our Twitter feed, our most recent episodes, and bios for both our characters and the people behind the characters. So go check it out. All right, that's enough for me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. The morning comes around, and uh, both Saul and... Sufangji wake up. Abel has has passed out on the couch, and uh, there is a news update. So you guys both get, or like all three of you get like a blast on your agent uh, with the following headlines: Hoodlum vandalizes buildings in three locations in the city, with the main mural being located in the Upper West Side. There is a photo in the story showing uh, the mural in full with a mockery of the creation of Adam and some sort of crow in the bottom corner. There is a scan tag with a link to a blog of some sort, but the news has censored the tag. The reporter goes on to say that a reward for information about the vandal has been posted by the Pilatus City Planning Committee at a sum of 1,200 euro bucks. All information should be sent to the PCP. That's the first news update. And the second one is regular business resumes for weapons manufacturer Militech. Militech CEO Matthias Calhoun assures customers that the hospital bombing was an isolated incident and that the employee responsible for making the sale has been placed on administrative leave pending an internal investigation. Further action has been taken to ensure that the hospital reopens as soon as possible with Militech paying them a sum of 1 million uh, euro bucks for repairs. Along with this announcement at the press conference, Calhoun also unveils the new line of Militech products for the upcoming fiscal year. And kind of like a couple of minutes after this uh, alert goes out, uh, Saul, you get a call and it's from Newt. Hey, Newt. Newt. Good morning, man. Like, I just saw the news. Like, this is this is fantastic. Yes, Saul. It is very good news for Militech and for our gun sales. And I am here to, I'm calling you to introduce you to the new line of products that you will be selling for this fiscal year. Oh man, you know this time of year always gets me pumped. Okay, 
So I have sent the attached uh, list of items. So these specialty modifications can be purchased from Militech for their market value or any Militech sales rep may, may use up to three mods for proprietary purposes. Um, that's you, you know, you use for your demonstrations and your offsite sales, of course. And uh, all loaned mods are the responsibility of the sales rep and loss or damage to mods might result in termination of the employee and or asset repossession. You know, just a lot of technical jargon. You can ignore most of that. Just remember that any mods that you take out for sale, you have to, you know, return to company or keep track of. We don't want them going missing or lost because then you will be uh, on, you know, board for that. Uh, standard weapons, explosives, and modifications can be acquired at market value or by Militech sales representatives with intent to sell. Uh, we limit demonstration models to one per representative. So, do you have any questions? No, I mean, like, I, I mean, that's pretty basic stuff. It's like how it was last year, you know. Um, just like, quick question though, like. Have you heard of of Mr. Uh, Mr. Calhoun like coming down to Pilates? Like I thought he was still stationed up. Like I thought he was still back on the West Coast in you know uh, Dust City. Well, Mr. Calhoun makes rounds uh, to all the major cities, major manufacturing cities, and uh, it is not uncommon for him to stop off in uh, you know Podunk Pilates from time to time. Well, well, shoot, man! Like, tell him that, like, if he ever, if he ever needs somebody to guide him around the city, he's got a, you know, faithful sales rep right down here that'll do his best that he can to help him out. You know, I will speak to him at the next uh, board meeting and and mention your your great sales numbers in the in the region. That should help to inspire him. Uh, while I'm on the call with you, do you do you have any specific requisitions that you would like to make at this time? Not the moment, Newt, but I definitely probably will call you back in the in the next week or so. I, I'm currently on uh, an additional job. I'm trying to find some good leads, you know, to really to push out the good sales. I can tell you one thing about Pilates right now is that the uh, the city has some issues with they're saying nuclear devices. So. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk to the Pilates Central Police, see if they need uh, if they need some heavier, you know, some guns with a little oomph to them. And uh, I'm going to just kind of talk to the populace, see see what they need. Okay. I recommend the um, the Hoitzman reactor for for all of your sort of EMP resistant needs. If that's if that becomes an issue, I know that that is very a good thing to make the sales uh, to. The police departments, they like them. Just be of note that um, the Hoitzman reactor is a explosive device in its own right, and we still do limit one per uh, one per Militech rep. Oh, of course. I mean, like, I, I don't think... I remember what happened on, like, my third week, uh, training week. With, do, you, do you remember um, old Greg? Do you remember him? I do not remember an older Greg. Uh, well, he was like, he was kind of like the guy who trained me. Um, let's just say like he showed me something about the Hoitzman reactor and, uh, he didn't have it hooked up to his gun very well. Yeah. Old Greg kind of turned into like old dust after that. So you don't have to worry about, I, I understand the, the reasons why we have just a few. 
Yes. On a personal note, I made my way up to see the brothels in Dusk City. Oh, yeah? Yes, you will be getting a wedding invitation very soon. Oh, man, I'm so proud of you. Which which brothel did you go to? Oh, you know, the one that uh, caters exclusively younger Asian women. Oh, are you talking about, like, uh, of Vladislav's Menagerie? I, I always heard that place was awesome, but it was a little too... No, like... no, not not that one. Down the street from that one. Humlaus? Oh, that one, yeah. I mean, both of them were kind of, like, out of my price range, but I'm proud of you, man. Good job. Yes, I am very pleased with her. She is quite uh, rambunctious. That's good, man. Like, that's good. It's always good to, to, to hear friends getting married. Yes, and, uh, you know, for the fifth time, hopefully five is, you know, my magic number. But anyway, anyway, we're doing a small destination thing, Um, you know, Cabo. (laughs) You remember Cabo. Um, But yes, you should be expecting an invitation soon. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not a whole big deal, but the destination weddings, they run a little pricey, so... Make your sales. Hey, man, don't you worry about it. I'll be there. Cool. Cool, bro. I have to uh, I have to go. I have more meetings to attend, so I will be seeing of you. Oh, totally understand, man. Like, I will, I'll talk to you ASAP. When I, I'll talk to you as soon as I get some really good heavy-hitting sales. All right, man. Talk to you later. Arrivederci. Bye, dude. So, guys, like, I just got a call from my friend Newt. And so I haven't really been doing, looking as hard as probably I should to do sales um, because of all all the Sahara stuff that's been going on. But Abel, you said you had talked to the, the Pilates Central Police, right? Like you, you know somebody on there? Oh, what? Hold on. Oh. Yeah, sorry to wake you up. I know you're probably really hungover. Here's some chocolate milk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it, no. It's it's good to help fight mm-hmm. the hangover. No, 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 Saul, it's, uh, it's not, um, yeah, Pal- Pilates, uh, Zemlin, yeah, yeah, I know a guy. So, like, do you think, um, do you think they're, like, actually equipped to, to handle nuclear situations? Hmm. <sighs> Are you asking me if I want to give bigger, better, better weapons to um, the Pleiades police force? Yeah, I can tell you're kind of hungover. Do you want, like, a smoothie? Should I make you a smoothie? Would that make you feel happier? Um, no, no. I just, I'm trying to get caught up here. Uh, I think they're fine, actually, um, Saul. I don't think they need... I think they're fine, actually, for sure. You... Maybe the Nomad, maybe? Huh. You could make a deal with that guy? That's a good, you know, that's that's a good good idea. But you know, maybe, like, oversell them, and then we use that money to... Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, oversell them, and we use that money to pay off Kissy Kate. Make <laughs> him happy with a new gun. Make us happy with a place to stay. And then maybe we can convince him to, I don't know run security backup for us or something, but uh, I'm gonna go take a shower. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah.
You smell kind of like vomit. Yep, that's uh, definitely vomit, for sure. Oh, all right, I'll be back in a second. Who do you guys want to go like talk to first? Say Shabinsky. Yeah, Abel's gonna come back out of the the bathroom after just like dunking her head in the sink, and then she's gonna come back out, looking a decent amount better, but still fucking exhausted. Yeah, maybe it might be easier to go through Ina Rogers, since I guess that's the one that we have to get the money from anyway, if we're going to go to the Shabinsky route. Because uh, maybe the girlfriend has got some good leverage. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Hmm. Sorry, I get so religious when I'm tired. Um, also, like, another money-making opportunity. Like, what if we investigate the the, the graffiti guy? Yeah, we could totally investigate that dude. Like, what? That'd be. They said it was like a thousand euro bucks. I mean, that's not like a lot, a lot, but shoot, it's enough to cover some stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can buy a lot of tacos with a thousand euro bucks, but uh, where did you even start with that? I don't, I don't know. All I know is that, like they said in the news, if you had any information, just report it if able. And I think, like. I think between the three of us, we could probably figure it out. I mean. Yeah, I mean, they got their entire police force trying to figure it out at the moment. So we could totally throw our hat in that ring, our tiny, tiny hat in that big old, well-funded, syndicated and corrupt ring. Yeah, but like. Yeah, we got a shot for sure. But Abel, you call them a joke all the time. So we obviously know they can't do their job. So we could probably do it better. I call them a joke because they do a lot of joking around. Um, now, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally we can go check out this, this tagger individual, but maybe we should focus on one thing at a time? Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, let's go, let's go talk to um, Edna Rogers. is Studebaker Avenue is a very residential area. There are even some like actual houses. Like most of the time when you when you think of like living and 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 homes, they are apartments in big apartment towers. Uh but there are actual like houses with lawns. There's not much grass, but there's still lawns and no, no white picket fences, mostly like chain link. A few look kind of like a little bit of in- intimidating, but her, her address is one of these like homes. It's just like a white house that you would expect to see like 80 years ago. Whoa, man. This is a fucking like relic, man. Yeah, it actually saw it actually reminds you of the house that you grew up in before you moved in with your grandparents. Yeah, like... I, I mean, my my childhood was in one of these, but still, like, I haven't seen one of these since I left Dust City. Like, are those actual glass window panes? Like, like, yeah, real like, windows. Yeah, like, um, 
I don't know. They said that back in the day there used to be a bunch of these, but now, you know, everybody's in super high-rise apartments and, you know, super tight living. But, like, all I can say is that all the people I knew back home who had one of these, like, they're wealthy. So I don't know if that means we got to be a little bit more uh, careful on this one or not. Oh, yeah. I should ask, are you guys packing heat? Oh, I mean, Saul always has his his machine gun on him somewhere. He has it kind of like hidden in his uh, in the folds of his I don't know uh, what is it called flannel jacket. I also didn't ask you guys for uh, attractiveness rolls, so if you could do those real quick. Are you hella hot or are you hella not? Oh yeah, I'm hella not with a seven. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Saul is right there with you. Yeah, uh, Abel, you were, you're so tired and hungover that you have your shirt on inside out. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. You haven't noticed it that yet, though. The coffee hasn't ki- quite kicked in. Well, the good thing is when I spill my coffee, I can just put my shirt on inside out and it'll be right side in. Hey, there you go. So Saul's at a nine, which I guess is about a, a little under average. You know, you, you could use a shower. Your hair's a little greasy. Yeah, it's all this all this activity the last couple of days, like the, I don't know, just moving around a lot. Track up this roll is 16. Yeah, and as always, Su Fengji has, has managed to find the perfect blend of casual and formal wear that makes her physique very prominent and attractive. Su Fengji, why are you always so fucking prominent and fucking attractive? Shit. My shirt's on inside out. Fuck. Uh, well, all right. We're already here. That's fine. Oh, I, th- I thought that was the thing you were trying to go for. I'm sorry. I would have told you earlier. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I think I have actually like a shirt that looks like it's inside out, but it's right side in. Anyway, so maybe. Is the tag? Fuck, can you see the tag? Is the tag sticking out? I mean, kind of. Do you want me to cut it off really quick? Just so it doesn't look like it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So what's the plan with this is uh, a little bit more. I I was kind of expecting economy level accommodations for somebody that owes a couple thousand. I don't really know. Like if uh, if they're this wealthy, maybe we should come back when we're a little bit more well dressed. I I don't know what we like what we should do here, honestly, because I don't know. You want to try it? While you guys are deliberating on the in the street, uh, you see a guy who is tall, brawny, and bald come out uh, shirtless. You can prominently see a spider tattoo on the back of his neck, and uh, he's smoking a cigarette on the on the porch. And he looks over at you guys, and he's just like, "What the fuck do you want?" Um. Hi. Oh, are yeah, you? Yeah, this is Saul. Go ahead, Saul. Hi. Are, are you um? Are you calm? Who wants to know? Um. First off, I my name's Saul. Uh, these are my friends and associates. This is Abel, and this is Soifengi. Um. Hi. Yeah, we all work for uh Sahara, and I'm also an employee employee of Militech, and I was told that uh. You kind of have a good in with the nomads. Um, I just wanted to talk shop with you if, if you get my my meaning. Okay. 
you guys can come in, I guess. Okay. Um, and first off, I just want to apologize for how we're looking right now. We kind of had a, a rough time last night. Um, as I'm sure you heard that there's some stuff that's been going around with like the police and everybody else. So yeah, whatever guys come in or not. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go on in. Come on. So you guys enter this, enter this home. Um, he like holds the screen door open for you. And then when you get in, it's like a shopper's paradise or nightmare, depending on your perspective. Uh, so, there's like designer clothing kind of just strewn everywhere and jewelry. And in the corner, kind of semi covered in clothes, is uh, what you could only describe as a pleasure robot. And we won't kind of get into the specifics of what that means. But uh, yeah, Colm kind of like clears one of the tables and takes some like empty beer bottles and. Uh, tosses them in the in his trash can and uh, comes back and, and sort of sits down haphazardly on his couch. Gotta take a seat or don't. Um, oh, okay. Where, where, and Saul kind of like looks around for a seat and seeing that there's not really like any place to sit that's well, he just kind of like teeters himself on a pile of shoes and clothes and other things that are just piled up on maybe a chair maybe an ottoman um abel's gonna take a loungy kind of seat on the couch put her feet back repeat put her feet up i'm just gonna stand so um sorry about the mess uh girlfriend's out out right now on one of her one of her shopping sprees i told her she had to clean up but she does what she wants so Oh, well, um, uh, that's just how it is sometimes, you know, like, I, I understand, I guess. Um, yeah, but getting to talk shop, so, I am a Militech representative with, uh, um, bulk sales and, uh, quantity sales, um, and especially sales to groups who are looking to arm themselves sufficiently and, uh, quite well, and I heard that, uh, we're on the street is that the nomads are always looking to be the top of the game here in Polandis. Yeah, sure. I got some some money to burn, I guess. Well, I'm not just talking for you, sir, but I, I've heard that you're uh, you're pretty high up there and you're pretty well regarded with the uh, the rest of your your clan per se, the the nomad group down here in Polandis. I was wondering if uh, if you know anybody in your, as your higher ups who would be wanting to look into some. Uh, direct sales as well make a persuasion so that is a 12 well i mean i might be able to pass the word up but i don't know it kind of sounds like work to me you know i i always appreciate it and even if you're not willing to maybe you don't have to sell anything you know that's that's my job but if uh, if you'd like to just inform your bosses that uh, there is a Militech um, uh, sales rep on the prowl looking to talk to them when they're free, I would highly appreciate it. So I'll be around. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're we're we heard that there's a I, I'm, we're looking to meet with someone, and uh, we heard that there's like a, a sort of poker tournament going on. He he pulls out his agent 
from his his tight pants pocket and aims the camera shutter at you and he's like do you mind yeah no that that's fine i'm i'm perfectly fine he's he takes a picture and the flash goes off and then you see him just kind of typing into his agent yeah and saul for the picture he put his his hands up with two thumbs up he's like yeah cheese just cheesing but in terms of you sir like uh what what are you looking for i don't know i got like a sticky clip you got something that will speed up my rate of fire oh easily sir we have something that can speed up your rate of fire we got stuff that can unjam that will auto unjam weapons um if you're looking i'm sure you have great aim but have you ever just been like really tired and you just want to like shoot get real accurate and not really even think about it i mean yeah sometimes we have ammunition and and we have ammunition and aiming devices that can help you in doing that as well so i just i just wanted to make a quick call to you sir and see like what you're on the market for i'll be able to get you a quote next time i i talk to you and now that we know where you are i i'll just come by when i have my goods actually can i see your weapon sir i just want to see what kind of what stuff I would have to do to it. He goes into the other room and comes back with uh, an H H and K SMG. Saul smiles real big and he's like, a man of culture. I, uh, I really appreciate that you have one of our best submachine guns on the market. I too, I too carry, you know, I can, uh, since honestly, uh, a lot of this stuff is tailored to my weapon, um, and yours doesn't seem like it's too far off from mine. I can easily get you this stuff by the end of the week. All right. All right. And, um, and he looks down at his agent and I'll see what, uh, Videl needs from you. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I'm glad. Is that a, uh, Mr. Videl? Uh, and he, he's going to be mostly at the casino. Mr. Manchurian has other responsibilities that take him all over Pilatus, but if you needed him to meet you at the casino, we could arrange something at some point. Honestly, whatever is easiest for him, I just want to meet him in a place where he's comfortable to do sales. Okay. Well, there's a place. It's right near the right near the police station in, in the South Wharf. You know where that is? I'm kind of new to the area, sir, so I, I'm not 100% sure. Well, it's a big landmark, so... We know where it is, Saul. Oh, okay. I guess we know where it is. Yeah, there's a warehouse that we unload into sometimes. So, he'll be there around 3 o'clock today. Okay, I think I could definitely make a make a visit. Um, I guess, and the second thing is, uh, we also were recently staying with this lady named Kissy Kate. And she said she wanted to talk to y'all she said i was going to meet with you guys anyway on this this sale deal um just to see if you guys were interested she said something about talking to you or somebody you live with do you know kissy kate at all his teeth clench i mean if you have a problem with her sir i no problem of mine i'm just saying that she uh she was looking for you guys well, she can keep looking. And you can tell her that I'm not paying fucking anything. Understand? Sure, sure. Sir, I don't want to I don't want to cross in between anybody's, you know, businesses or step on any toes. 
but she was pretty incessant on bothering us about it. Is there any way that we can, like, help mitigate both of the problems? That crook loaned my Anna some money, okay? And was not clear on the specifics of how she was to pay it back, and all of a sudden starts slapping all sorts of interest rates and fees. And listen, my Anna, she's a sweet angel, okay? She wouldn't do fucking anything that was illegal. And Kissy Kate wouldn't take no for an answer, and Anna wasn't willing to do the jobs that she had in mind in place of payment, so we're done with her. And if she comes back here with with muscle again, I'm going to meet them with my SMG. Hey, by no means am I her muscle, sir. Do I do I look it? Um, all I can say is that if uh, what if we talk to her and we get her to to come in on an agreement or something else, like no payment, nothing would would that sit right with you, sir? Yeah, if she drops the payment. Fuck yeah. Okay, I will. I will talk to her. I'll see if she'll. What? What if she would accept something other than payment, like not even, not a job, just something mundane? I'll tell you what I'd accept. I'd accept. I'd accept an apology. You know, I will. I'll. I'll get to her. I will. I'll talk to her, and I'll. I'll convince her, man, because you know you seem like an upstanding dude, and I would never want to do anything that would hurt somebody as innocent as it sounds like as your your lady. All right. Get out of my house now. For sure. Well, uh, like I said, I'll be back by the end of the week with a quote and uh, the pieces. Look like the women's clothing fit Colm. No, definitely not. He is, um, he's about like six foot five, and this is very petite female clothing. Damn. Okay. As soon as we get outside, I'm just gonna say, like, you know, I was totally hoping that Ina Rogers and Shabinsky were the same person, and I'm kind of disappointed that that was not the reality. But uh, maybe, yeah, that's going to be a hard sell on that guy. One thing that I've learned from the sales game is that if you can uh, give somebody a great deal on something, then usually they're pretty appreciative if you have to give them kind of a, a hard deal, you know? Like, if somebody's accident, if their gun accidentally blew up and, you know, destroyed half of their home, it sucks, but it would always be great to say, like, I'm sorry your house exploded. So here in in compensation is a new RPG, and on top of that, it's plated in gold. But the gold's not real gold, it's just leaf gold, and it's kind of like cheap bronze. But What's an RPG? It's an old, like, it's, it's a poor person's weapon, honestly. I like to point out to you guys that Studebaker Avenue happens to be uh, kind of close to Coleman Street, which is where you know that Stanley Finnan spends most of his time so if you wanted to make a stop there you can otherwise world's your oyster about yeah, what, well might as well walk down the street yeah, yeah. about what time of day is it though i just want to uh it's getting close to noon now
we talked to Finnett and then go straight to the meeting with uh, the Vin Diesel. Are you going to go there by yourself, Saul? Saul has enough wherewithal to understand that, like, after the uh, <laughs> after the fiasco with the um, the Kennedys, he can probably do this one by himself. Once we uh, walk out, to I'm going to text Stryker and uh, just say any luck question mark and send that off. Yeah, he he sends back a quick text. It's just like still working. We'll let you know. I'm just going to text back a thumbs up. You also get a, a, a second text table that that says three words, Sherwood Forest, perhaps. I'll text back. Alone, question mark. I can leave my merry men behind. There is a, pl- a reply that says, that would be fine. Although I wouldn't say no to a fryer tuck. I'm so mad. <laughs> All right. So... It's just a short jaunt to Coleman Street. This is um, back to being like kind of a typical Pilatus Street where you have lots of tall buildings, some run down, some not. This is the South Wharf after all. And there's lots of people on this street, but one stands out in particular. There is a, a man, he's got a patchy stubble beard greasy green colored hair that he keeps under a knit cap and he has long fingernails that are caked in dirt he's pushing a shopping cart with various bags and the closer you get to him the more you can smell hot garbage and body odor Abel did you throw up again? I mean I didn't throw up the first time but uh, no, that's not me. Uh, totally think that's our, our bogey up there. But, hey, Saul, maybe we should let our augmented friend over here take care of this one. Yeah, that's, that's a can, good idea. I think I'm going to be sick. I had too much chocolate milk. That smell doesn't sit well with the chocolate milk. I got this. I'm just going to go hang out at, like, the newsstand across the street and just keep an eye. All right, switching off olfactory senses. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, you also notice he has a a cyber leg leg that he's kind of, like, limping on. It just doesn't doesn't seem to fit him quite right. Um, Can I do an awareness roll to see if he has any weapons or anything on him? Sure. My awareness is three. That's weird. Okay, ten. Ten. Doesn't look like it. He's wearing baggy clothing, so, you know, he might have something concealed, but uh, he doesn't look like the type of guy that roams the streets while strapped. But y- you never know. All right, so I approach him. Are you Fennin? Uh, what? Lee Fennin, is that you? Who are you? Sorry, Fenji. Um, help you out there? Do you need any help with anything? Have you seen the eight ball man? The eight ball tattoo? I saw him. I saw him last night. He came out of the police station, and I saw him, and he was scary. Can you tell me about him? What scared you? He walked on chicken legs, and he wanted to eat my brains. Didn't let him, right? No, I got out of there as fast as I could. He's not catching old Stanley yet. So you're quick-footed, huh? When you need to be. Do you have any business with this man? No, I ain't seen him before but I seen his like all around. They move things from here to there. 
Can you be more specific? And he just points all around him. Do you know anyone by the name of Kissy Kate? Kate? Kate's the kissy. Can't say that I do. Not been, not been a long time, no. Stanley, so I was thinking that you owe Kate um, a debt for something that she's done for you. And you are willing to possibly have anything to offer. Many people have come to me seeking my pot of gold. But none have found it yet. It lies at the end of the rainbow. Okay, enough. At the end of rainbow, you mean the end of your leg. I think that pot of gold will do just nicely. So. <laughs> what? You, you want me leg? Yes. I'm going to ask you one more time. I, I, need, I need it to walk from here to there. You can't expect me to hop everywhere now, can you? Yes, bunnies do it. <laughs> You're going to have to take it from him, Sufangji. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, so what I'm going to do is well, for that, right? Yeah, um, I would say you can either intimidate him into giving it to you or you might be able to use brawling. I'm going to grab it and run. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, if you're going to that, try that, then let's just say roll your d10 and I'm going to give you a negative, negative one. You have never done this task before. <laughs> stolen somebody's leg. Never stolen anyone's leg, but I got an eight. So I guess that oh, eight plus nine is 17. 17 minus the one. So 16. Yeah, you snatch his fucking leg. <laughs> all right. All right. Give it here, old man. <laughs> Jesus Get Christ. And I dart. <laughs> I just run away with it. Well, he can't chase you um, because he's now short a leg. So, good job. You now have the leg. Holy shit, Sufaji just stole his leg. Uh, well, he was crazy. He kept talking about the tattooed man, which sounds very familiar. He was speaking um, about a guy. Shit, shit, shit. Abel's going to go up. Abel's going to go up to the old man. Oh, my God, sir. Are you? I, you just got mugged. Are you okay? It's not the last time it's happened to me. And it won't be the first. Yeah, yeah. This happens to you a lot. Holy shit. Did you hurt your head or anything? Are, are you fine? He, he kind of like feels his feels around his head and he takes off his hat and the, the, the fumes that come out of here make you very queasy. Uh, here, let me, let's, let's get you stood up. Maybe we could find, well, why, why would somebody steal your leg? Many have come seeking the leprechaun's gold. None have been so bold. Here, I'm going to give you these red vines in my pocket. And, um, and then, and then message Sufanji and just be like, WTF. Sufanji is going to message back. I told you he was easy. Ugh. And Salk was kind of like running with uh, Soy Fungi as soon as Soy Fungi bounced, and he's still about to puke because that leg is smelling real bad. Soy Fungi, what the hell did you do that for? I had nothing to offer except his leg. He was speaking in riddles and circles and wasn't making any sense, thinking about being the most efficient. Yeah, I mean, Soy Fungi lacks human empathy, so. Okay. I mean, that's what made it such a great move, but Abel is still kind of like. 
What the fuck? <laughs> you notice out of the corner of your eye that the crowd of people that are coming coming and going has dispersed. And standing in the middle of the street are five gorgeous ladies wearing various like sort of skin tight animal print outfits with like, you know, lots of cleavage and it, they look like they're out of a 70s black exploitation film. And they they are all like each of them is holding a different signature weapon at, that they're brandishing and uh one of them this this like gorgeous like african goddess looking woman in uh cheetah print with an afro turns to a uh white lady with like fair fawcett hair and she's she's just like damn did you see they took that old dude's leg? And the the other one's just like, I did. I did see that. Well, Kennedy's wanted him dead. I don't see why we shouldn't do this. And we're going to roll for initiative. And then we'll pick it up. 